you will get a lot out of this read, both personally and professionally. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella believes in this book so strongly that when he was named CEO, among his first actions was to hand it out to everyone of the company's executives. This single 20-year-old book helped Nadella turn a stodgy, stagnant behemoth, known for its executive infighting and clunky hardware, into a place where innovation can thrive. Thank you to Greg Sornman for the LinkedIn comment sharing the fact that Nadella recommended this book. And note, Nadella credits his wife Anu with recommending the books he most loves, including this one. We are talking about Nonviolent Communication, written by psychologist Marshall B. Rosenberg, PhD. It's all about how to communicate with empathy. There are four essential components of effective communication. One, observing what's happening in a situation, such as someone saying or doing something you don't like. Two, stating how you feel when you observe the action. Three, expressing how your needs are connected to the feelings you identified. Four, addressing what you want by requesting a concrete action. Here's an example to understand this. Here's a unhelpful way to say something without using his techniques. So this would be more of a violent communication. Why are you late for dinner? I've been waiting for you. Here's a little bit of a better way to say it where you're kind of halfway there using Rosenberg's techniques. I'm sad you came late for dinner because I was hoping to spend the evening together. Now here's a stronger way, a more helpful way to communicate nonviolently with the same idea. I'm sad you came late for dinner because my need is very strong right now for connection and intimacy. So let's dig in a little more on this. Those are personal examples, but this 100% applies to professional. All in, our observations are often clouded by evaluations. So good communicators are able to separate their observations of a situation from their evaluations or judgments of it. Another example would be this sentence, Janice works too much. That contains an evaluation or a judgment. And working too much is subjective. So if Janice heard that, she might take it as a criticism and become defensive. But if you were to say, Janice spent more than 60 hours at the office this week, that's an observation without a judgment. And Rosenberg said he once heard that, quote, observing without evaluating or judgment is the highest form of human intelligence. This is key to the whole nonviolent communication. Another aspect is that we have to strengthen our vocabulary for our feelings. If you're expressing your feelings, it's better to use words that refer to specific emotions rather than words that are vague in general. So don't say you feel good when a word like happy or relieved or excited would more accurately or precisely describe how you feel. Those more accurate words are much more helpful to communication because using words like good and bad prevent the listener from connecting easily with what you might actually be feeling. The entire point of this communication style is to share what's alive in you. That's what he calls it. So you can get your needs met. And we all thrive and save time when our needs are met. People actually want to meet each other's needs. This is another aspect that I love about the book. We want to meet each other's needs, but only if we feel that we're making the decision ourselves. If we have autonomy, we are happy. When we feel that we're being forced to meet someone's needs, when they make a demand, not a request, but a demand, we don't have any joy in meeting their need. When it's a request and we choose to meet that need, it is a joyful fulfilling of helping someone else feel good, which we are all wired to want to do, but only when we have autonomy to do it. So this book is really great. Highly recommend it for personal and professional. Give it to your employees. Give it to your family members. I'm already practicing using nonviolent communication, and it will be surprising to you how many times you're really actually communicating in what's considered a violent manner which is not empathic. 
um, making a lot of criticisms and judgments in the way that we observe. So the other neat part is when you actually figure out the feeling behind what you're asking for, you need to figure out uh, the desired concrete results. So instead of you don't see me and I don't feel appreciated, you could say it would make me feel appreciated if once a week you could give me a compliment about the work that I'm doing, like if this is your employee. Something more concrete, then you actually are telling them what you want. And it's amazing how many times we don't have a specific request. We just want to express something and we end up doing it by really criticizing, evaluating, judging. This is not helpful. So great read. It's called Nonviolent Communication by Marshall B. Rosenberg. If you look in the show notes for this episode, I have linked to the book on Amazon so you can pick up a copy. Again, the show notes are just the podcast episode description. You can tap into that on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening. Make sure you rate and review. Subscribe to the show. All the links are at emilybinder.com slash podcast. Talk to you next time. 